Hi, I'm Omari. And hi, I'm Ethan. This is the first episode of Corona Kids, where we talk about some of the questions that kids have about COVID-19 and the novel coronavirus that's making so many people sick right now. So, Omari, I know that you have some questions about the coronavirus. Do you want to ask one of your questions first? Yeah. So, how did the coronavirus get started? Yeah, how did the coronavirus get started? You know, it's a really interesting story. Scientists uh, who study how diseases spread are called epidemiologists, and there are some epidemiologists who specialize in studying where some of these diseases and viruses come from. And by studying the DNA of the the virus uh, that causes COVID-19, uh, what they've found is what they think happened is, is that this is a virus that um, existed inside of bats in China. And it was a virus that um, didn't really hurt bats too much, and it didn't hurt people. But uh, what happened is some of that virus ended up in what's called a pangolin. Do you know what a pangolin is? No. A pangolin is like a scaly armadillo, and it's a really beautiful creature that uh, lives in China. And so what it looks like happened is that maybe um, the virus passed from a bat to a pangolin, and inside the pangolin, the virus mutated, which means that some of its DNA changed a little bit. And um, because it changed a little bit, it became much more dangerous to humans. And uh, that's where it's thought that the virus came from. And then someone came into contact with either one of the bats that was containing the new coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, which has a really funny name. Do you know what the, the name is for the virus? No. It's called SARS-CoV-2. Okay. So that is where the virus came from. So, Omari, you have more questions you want to ask? Um, so how does it feel not to be in school? That's a good question. I think that's a question that I had for you. Do you want to talk a little bit about how it's felt changing your life and, and how your life has changed since the start of the the pandemic of everyone getting sick? Yeah. So in school, I really liked it a lot, but I'm happy just doing my schedule too. Your schedule at home? Yeah. Is your schedule very different from what you would typically do at school? Well, kind of. Some things are like the same thing, like writing. Yeah, but there's some things different, like research. Is there anything else that you miss about the life that you had before the COVID-19 crisis started? I miss doing the the stamp game that's one of the math games that you have at at school in your classroom yeah you know the uh the pandemic has affected 
other aspects of your life outside of school as well. Like we were supposed to start our spring soccer league in just a week. Yeah. Do you think uh do you think that's going to be canceled? Um I'm pretty sure maybe this is what I think. Maybe part of it's gonna be canceled like in the beginning, but at the end it might be like open. So you've been studying a lot of the epidemiological models that are coming out about uh when COVID nineteen might start to become less of a serious issue. Do you want to talk a little bit about when you think COVID-19 is going to go away? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it might like go away maybe like maybe like late August. Not until late August. Yeah, that's what I think. So that's that's your expert opinion. I think you had a couple more questions that you wanted to talk about as well. Yeah. So, how did the coronavirus spread to the U.S. from China? Hmm. Well, do you have any ideas about that, Omari? Maybe some people were going calls into China and maybe some of the people in China went to the U.S. And they spread the coronavirus right there. That's a really good yeah. theory. That's a good hypothesis. And so far, what, what I understand is that, yeah, there were people who were traveling in China who maybe got sick or maybe they didn't get sick. And that's one of the really challenging things about COVID-19 or this particular coronavirus in general is that some of the people who have it inside of their bodies don't get sick, but they can still pass the virus around to other people who might get sick from them, even though the person who has it is not sick. That's kind of confusing, isn't it? Yeah. So there could be people who traveled to China or to other countries that had coronavirus cases in it, and they felt okay. They didn't have a fever. They didn't have any respiratory symptoms. They weren't coughing a lot. They weren't feeling like they had a bad headache. They didn't lose their sense of smell. All these things that we now know are symptoms of this COVID-19 disease caused by the novel coronavirus. They maybe didn't have any of those things. So they started spreading it around and they didn't even know that they were doing that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, based on what we know, it's from people traveling around the world. And one person gets sick one place and then they get another person sick. And then all of a sudden we have hundreds of thousands of people getting sick. Yeah. We'll be right back. After this public service announcement. Masks are beautiful. Masks keep people safe. Wear masks. So you had one more question written down, I know, which I thought was a really excellent question and good way to end our first podcast. Can the coronavirus die? What do you think? Maybe. Maybe it can. How do you think it would die? I'm not sure. Maybe if someone coughs it out, but they don't cough it close to another people, they just, like, cough it 
in the grass and hope no one steps on it. Hmm. So I have a question about your question. Can you help clarify it a little bit? Are you asking whether if someone who has the coronavirus inside of them, if they can get better and get rid of it in their body? Or are you asking whether SARS-CoV-2, the novel coronavirus that causes COVID-19, will ever go away altogether? The SARS-CoV-19 will just go away. That's what you're more interested in? It's a really good question, sweetie, and, and it's one that I don't think anyone has a really great answer for. Do you know what a vaccine is? No. Do you know if you've ever had a vaccine? Well, I don't know what it is. So a vaccine is when you go to the doctor and they give you a shot in the arm or in the leg. And the shot usually contains a little bit of a virus or a bacteria that usually would make you really sick. But it gives your body just a little bit of it. And then your body can produce antibodies that help your immune system fight off those those bad diseases in the future. So you go in every year and you get what's called a flu shot. Do you remember getting the flu shot? Yeah. But last time, it didn't really hurt. It didn't? No. But all the hard times when I was younger, it really hurt. Where did they give you the shot? Well, I forget where they gave me the shot. Hmm. Well, you're getting older and... and braver and so maybe you were just not quite as scared of getting the shot yeah so scientists right now are working really hard to develop a vaccine that would help our bodies and our immune systems fight off this virus but do you think that's a really easy thing to do no you're right It, it takes a long time so there are some scientists who already have vaccines that they've developed that they want to try, but they have to do a lot of research first and they have to see if the vaccine works first in an animal, sometimes like a a mouse or a different animal that has a respiratory system that's kind of similar to ours. And then after they've tested it on animals, then they start having some humans that test it to see if it works. And only after they've made sure that it works really well and it doesn't make people sick in other ways that they didn't intend, can that vaccine be made available for everyone to have. So what I've read is that the earliest that a vaccine could be mass produced and made available to people to help them stay safe is probably like at the near the end of 2021. So about 18 months from now. Because it's April 15th. Yeah, it's April 15th. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, that's a long time for now, so... Um, when I wrote a letter to my cousin, Emil, I was only a little... I said I was only a little scared of the coronavirus, but now I'm catching up to, like, a medium scared. Why are you not really scared of it? Um, maybe because there was not that much cases in Kingston. Well, it was like, it's 
like it's not like up to a hundred cases yet. Like it's like safe. So you would be more worried if there were over a hundred cases, confirmed yeah. cases where we lived. Like I was in, if I was in New York City, I would be like really, really scared. Mm-hmm. You know what makes me feel a little less scared? What? Well, the one thing that we know that we can do to try to reduce the risk of us getting sick is staying home and staying away from people, right? Yeah. And washing our hands a lot. Yeah. Have you started washing your hands more lately? Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes smell my hands after I scratch my butt or something. And if it smells like poop, then I just go wash my hands. That That's great hygiene advice. I think all the listeners will really appreciate that. Do you have any other questions or, or comments you want to make before we wrap this first episode up? No, thanks. Well, thanks for listening to the first episode of the Corona Kids podcast. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.